Hey, welcome to another week of Radio Melee. We got a brand new guest. It's Kadoran. Uh, of course, it's been a long time coming. I saw Kadoran this weekend because we were at a tournament together. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, we like to bring champs on when when uh, when somebody's performing well. Uh, you know, okay. got the, feels like they got the spotlight. Feels <laughs> good, right? Yep. So we figured yep. we'd get you on for our first Radio Melee. And I, I understand mm -hmm. you two, uh, maybe you guys should talk about this, PP and Kadoran. Mm -hmm. I understand you two have done kind of like coaching sessions with each other. No, once or twice. It goes way further back than that. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, um, a lot of when people ask me like, "How do I? How did I get so good at melee?" Yeah, I always start off with uh, yeah, you know, I got coached by some random guy. Uh, well, not not just coached. I just asked some random guy on Smashboards a lot of questions, and then ah. it's it was funny. The, the most common response I get after that is like. Oh shoot, he still responds on Smashboards? Every single year, and I always give the exact same response. Yes, he is still on Smashboards. You could in fact still ask him questions. And uh you know, my first couple of years of playing this game, I just kept asking this guy in the middle of this picture frame, uh yeah. how do I get good? How do I get good? In... It's not like maybe like a thousand more times. How do I get good? And then, thousand... yeah, and then the thousand first time, like I started to understand. It's like, oh, this is how you get good. Uh... Mm. Uh, what were the biggest takeaways as someone who uh, mm. was probably one of those people who was surprised that, you know, that, th that Smashboard thread was still active? Hmm. The takeaways. The takeaways. I think uh, it's probably asking PP how to get good. Why? You know, the process, it makes things a lot easier. You don't have to yes. ask me anymore. Yes. Mm. It's like, how do you get good? You teach a man to, you give a man a fish, <laughs> right. you feed him for a day. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you teach a man to fish, then mm -hmm. then he can start beating face roll. It's huge. Mm, yeah. Did that happen? <laughs> that, that was one of that was his first big win on face roll. Nice. My uh, first big win was probably on squid, and then face roll immediately after ah, the same okay, turn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, beating squid's but, pretty hard. Ledge dashes. Yeah. 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 That's pretty. And good. uh, and then you know. I still hit up PP some questions because I gotta learn how to fish professionally to be the best fisher in the world, not just any not just any fisher. old fisher. Yeah, right. You gotta be a Bass Pro fisher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't that a video game? Yes, it is. Shout out. Okay. <laughs> All right, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. So for people who don't know, Kadoran mm -hmm. and I have a little bit of history going mm -hmm. on for several years now. Uh, from my perspective, you know. He was one of, I had a little Marth group that were asking me questions. And then one day he was like, yeah, I've started beating, you know, people on the SoCal PR. And I had no idea. I thought he was just another random dude. I was like, oh, well, this guy's doing good. That's great. <laughs> nice. and so I was like, that's, that's awesome. I was, you know, I was very happy to see that. And uh, he's, he's continued working with me even as I've gone into uh, charging for coaching and everything. He's like, yep, this is still, this is still something I want to do. And mm -hmm. we've continued on right through, you know, the beginning of this month and maybe he'll change his mind next month. I don't, I can't. Oh, you did you a, you did wants. a lesson this month. Yes. Mm -hmm. What did no, you guys they, talk about? Still this paying month? off. Still paying off. What did you guys talk about this month? Am I allowed to ask? Do I have to, you know, do the, do we have to charge, get charged money? No, $30, $30 a month. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, you, you can, if you want PP, I don't care. Oh, I'm trying to, let's you see. say what? it at a high level. You don't have to give away all the juicy secrets. Yeah, I'm trying to, because I've, I've had a hectic month. Let me see if I can, um, give, me, give me one theme, Kadoran. Give me one theme that we talked about, because I, I, I usually only need you to say like one thing, and I get all of it back. 
But if we don't get there, we don't get there. And that's yeah, if fine. we don't get there, we don't get there. That's all right. Arable full right. send approaches. <laughs> oh, you talked about oh, that? That's right. I mean, we talked about Sheik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we were talking about talk, maybe I need to talk about PP. I, I feel like I do this a lot. <laughs> we're talking mm-hmm. you're talking a lot about how we were talking more about how to handle crouch cancel, how to handle um certain defensive plays, mm-hmm. how to approach intelligently. Uh, mm-hmm. Because Marth approaching isn't straightforward, uh, like yeah. like sort of Spacey's and sort of Falcon is, so we we have to we have to really figure that out. And Kadoran wants to round himself out more. He's got a lot of defense down very well. Wants to work more on the offense and on the offense. Like yeah, hey. so I didn't. It's a, know, it's a lot of fun. I didn't know Kadoran was uh, had any. I guess you know we had this uh, tournament this past weekend, which uh, mm-hmm. Kadoran graciously came up for, and it was really fun. It was the first that tournament. Was a I would say, yeah, shout out to Homemade Waffles who put it on. I would say it was like the first tournament NorCal's had back. I mean, we've had some yeah. smaller locals in mm-hmm. outside the Bay, kind of more like, okay, if you're going to say it in terms of SoCal, like we had tournaments in the equivalent of like um, 805 or San Bernardino or somewhere that's not so central, right? But we had some tournaments, uh, uh, yeah, kind of out that some people were going to, but this one was like Brandon wanted to make it like the 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 Bay Area's return to having like tournaments and it was a really cool venue. It was at like a theater. Um yeah, it was we sick. actually played the top eight on the theater. Um mm-hmm. uh, which which I actually cool. kinda wanted to ask Kadoran about because it was like kind of an intense uh wasn't that kind of an intense venue for like a local? Like, yeah, I don't know if I'm top eight and, and, and it, it was on felt more like a regional to Regional, me. right? Yeah. It felt more like a regional, yeah. There was like a hundred people. Yeah, but like, like you would never, of... you never imagine playing a, a local, and you, you've got your match next to you on this giant movie projector. Yeah, it was, it was badass. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I was gonna ask, yeah, did it feel badass? That's that's really mm-hmm. cool. Because yeah, like, I think I'm, I'm I'm used to like competing in like the big stage at this point, so I, right, that didn't right, really right. phase me. Plus, mm-hmm. having headphones helps a ton. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that. Actually, I was, I was, I, you know, I always use that to strategically decide who I who I want to cheer for. Because if one player has headphones and the other one doesn't, I, I'm like, okay, if I cheer for the one that doesn't have headphones loud enough, they're going to like me more as a person because they'll be like, oh, Toast cheering for me. And then the other person's not going to be able to hear me. So, you know, it's a, for me, it's a, it's a win-win, right? So, so You can so cheer was... in between games when they have to pause to talk to the person, too. You can kind of uh, get your pick. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, didn't, I haven't even thought about it. See, PP, that's why I need to... <laughs> Yeah, Sounds that's like a great Patreon plug right there. Huh? Yeah, thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, thirty dollars. Uh, oh. But no, it was dope. And Kadoran did win. Uh, I don't yes. think you. Yes. I don't think you dropped the set. Nope. Uh, and 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 that was uh was pretty was pretty sick just because um, uh, I think for the Bay Area like for NorCal Melee, and for Homemade Waffles, I think he really wanted to put on a pretty special one for yeah. the first tournament back. Like it, it, he wanted it to hype it up. And it I think did it feel I. I could definitely feel like how much effort he put towards it. Like, right. it's just like it was like a regional. He really didn't have to do that whole theater setup. Like, yeah, I was yeah, happy yeah. just like playing upstairs in like the typical venue, and then like the theater setup was like something extra. I'm like, yeah, yeah. agreed. Damn, and uh, yeah, did well overall. Um, mm-hmm. I did. I I'm not gonna lie. I do. I did wish that spark and face roll could have made it to me, but ah, uh-huh. those were the people that would have that would have posed the challenge. Yeah, and it's that uh, you know, Azel Sheik. It's pretty good, but like, obviously not at their level. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, well, it's like it's still though, like, um, being able to still like beat Azel Sheik somewhat convincingly. Uh, mm-hmm. Still a lot of little things to improve upon, but like, 
Uh, I do think that shows my progress. And, you know, I'm going to get my chance again at Smash Camp, where both Spark and Face Roll are entered. So, hope I can meet them in bracket. I don't want to dodge those guys. I want to... Yeah. There, Use there's never some PP to effect. Shouldn't be a question. There shouldn't be a question. There shouldn't yes. be a question. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there should be no what ifs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I like that. I like that attitude too. Mm-hmm. Um, man, because, like, then, like, I, I don't look forward to tournaments where like I'm like the very, very heavy favorite. I want I want there mm-hmm. to be like a very big obstacle on the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like more than anything, like I don't care about the money. I don't care about the fame and prestige. Okay, I I'm not gonna lie. I do care a little bit, you know. If it's a million dollar yeah. pool, look, give it, give it to me. But uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, what I care mostly about, like my ninety percent motivation for entering a tournament, is seeing how stacked it is. And if I see that, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, I'm kind of jealous that I'm not entering today's TMT. There's very, oh. very stacked names in both brackets, and it's you like, are TOing like, it. And shout yes, out to you for in FlyQuest <laughs> for putting that on. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. So, okay, hang on. So it's. I heard Plup. I heard Hbox. Mm-hmm. Who else is Moki? IBDW. Fiction. Dang. Dang. Uh, I'm like. Oh, you know what's so funny, much. by the way. Hmm? Uh, you know, it's so funny. I was talking to Fiction, uh, and he was saying, you know, it's so funny how, uh, like, you know, <laughs> he's like, I Fiction's like, I enter like every tournament, and no one, no one gives me any props for it. You know, Moki, because the whole thing was Moki made this video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moki. That's true. That's true. Um, because that's almost like they take it for granted. But it's funny how, like, you know, Moki was. I think this was the hot topic of at least last week was Moki yeah. basically calling out some top players and saying, "Well, people should enter more." You know, like, uh, we don't have right. We don't have a developer that that is really like I don't know patching the game or or, or mm-hmm. doing anything to inject like artificial hype or anything like that. Like, it's up to the community to. We have to do everything right. So for the top players, like you know, pretty much the game lives and dies by what we do. And and then it was funny how you know fiction was like, well, I had I had everything. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get money. I don't get I don't get all that fame. At the very uh-huh. least, you gotta at least accept my pride. Right, right. Because right. That's what melee runs off of it runs off of pride and shame that I learned from the Great Blur. The Great Blur. That's right. The Great Blur. Uh, the Great Blurism. The best way to get people to enter your tournament is either with pride or with shame. Oh, the best way is with money, but not everyone, you know, we don't, we don't have that much of that. So yeah. <laughs> in lieu of that, in lieu of that, uh, we make do with pride and shame. Dude, imagine getting like the top league teams to enter like a grassroots tourneys for like a thousand dollars. It's like, they're going to laugh yeah. at you for that. <laughs> I assume so. Right. I mean, it's, it, I assume so they get, you know, they, they don't need to, but we got to yeah. work with what we got. Like, I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you enter TMT sometimes? I used to. Uh, you used to yes i used to to and enter at the same time at the beginning because like i was just more so of a player in the past than mm-hmm. anything else like my toing experience was somewhat limited so and like our commentary as well i used to enter like especially like the first 30 tmts i would enter and play at the same time and regret it every single time but i knew why i was entering it was so i could boost the boost the entrance name uh-huh. uh but over time, I kind of got like, I wanted to focus more on commentary a little to kind of ah. develop myself more. And also, for like the last three months, my internet was just actually really bad. Like, I did want to enter some TNTs, but uh, I got screwed over yeah. the tweet. through a center, certain internet service provider. I'm not going to uh, name who, but uh, yeah. 
they actually fixed it this last month and oh. uh for the for now i'm still not entering tnt because like we still have to like iron out a lot like the little details and like <laughs> the little chinks here and there plus the commentating mm-hmm. a little but I do intend that, like, at some point, like, I do want to enter my own TMTs because look at this sack name. You I want to play Plup. Yeah, you want to play Plup. I want. I want, I want to play SJ. I want to play Plup. I want to play Fiction. I want to play oh, Man, You know, it's funny now that you mention it. I actually had a, I had a nightmare last night. I had a bad dream, Dude. and my bad dream was that I had really bad internet, and I was trying to play <laughs> online <laughs> games, and I was oh. for some reason I was trying to play Overwatch, which I guess is part of the nightmare. Um, yeah, and I remember I headshot someone, and it didn't register like the shot until like uh-huh. three seconds later, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't play video games anymore. I can't play melee. Mm. I can't even play Overwatch." I'm so that, that would be my nightmare. As it, well. it was yeah, it was, and then I woke up and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh okay, back to reality." <laughs> but um, I'm glad your internet got better. But my question to you is, because um, mm-hmm. this is actually a very practical question that I have, which is that for me. Since I've started commentating TMT every week, and I am going to be commentating at 4.30 uh, with Scar. With Scar. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll be doing the East Coast block this week. But my question is, you know, since I'm kind of commentating TMT every week, you know, I actually had this idea recently that I would start trying to enter one netplay tournament a week. But mm. I can't really do TMT anymore since I'm commentating it. So what, what, what have you done to fill that void for yourself as a player? Are there other netplay events that you... I've started entering in lieu of TMT, or you're just going to your like IRL tournaments yeah, more. I, I attend like plenty of uh, SoCal locals. I guess like this last month I've been slacking, but before that, like you mm. know, I've entered every Lawless except for the last one. I've uh, entered a good, a, a decent amount. Like I, again, I've been kind of slacking this last month because I've been super busy with law things. But I do enter mm. my locals, I enter my pizza times, I enter my lawless mm. and just literally last weekend i went to that norcal tourney and this yes. weekend i am going to smash camp uh ah, so okay. uh, yes i have been keeping myself very active and you know i promised cody in exchange for him entering my tnt i'm entering his giga schwab tourney so ah, oh, that's a little that? deal that we made What's i'm the... gonna be entering some prominent net play tourneys and uh yeah, yeah no i i still find that i'm like i'm like the best I've been as a player. So, mm-hmm. like, I still mm-hmm. gotta, like, still keep it up and still repeat my process of improving and all. Are you, um, okay, okay, but you're not doing as many net play tournaments, I suppose. Uh, yeah, um, I, I guess I've been, like, chilling it a little with net play, mm-hmm. which is why, like, eventually, like, I do want to enter my own TNTs because I do think it's, like, the best one. Of, out of like every other online weekly I, I suppose like i would enter some garbage connections that traded trash man runs but uh-huh eh, for the for the most part it's like i'm going where the competition go- goes like you know yeah. does does scj and fiction enter these west coast online tourneys and usually the answer mm-hmm. is no which is why like i want to enter my own tnts at some point like i'm gonna because I'm those are the ones that people enter month. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. makes sense makes sense and uh, dude, I want to play him so badly. Yeah, like his plup. Like, how did you get? How did that happen? How did you get plup to enter? I didn't do anything. He, I think he's like running a subathon right now. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna enter TNT. I was like, just oh, stuff to do. Oh, nice content. Is he, he just do a subathon, by the way. Yeah, that's like, that's what plup's doing right now. <laughs> wow, I wonder. Yeah, I think it's still going. Mm-hmm. All right, I wonder why. I wonder, like, uh, just from the just from the sense of. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like I feel like they've got to be so exhausting. You know? Yeah, they're tough, man. Mm-hmm. Have you done one, PB? No, but everyone I've seen talk about it is like, like it, it's right? ter- it's terrible. Don't do it. <laughs> That's what they all say. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I guess it makes a difference if it's like a capped subathon or not. I assume mm-hmm. that that's kind of the the differentiating factor. And there's the um, 24 hour stream, and then there's the uncapped subathon, and I think you know one of those is at least somewhat doable, and one of those is a crazy person's errand. Yeah, 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 yeah a fool's errand. Right. Well, you do get a lot yeah. of money. You do get a lot of money. This is facts. Oh, that's like a trade off. I would that's say <laughs> it is a trade off. That's a, <laughs> a trade-off, depending on what you value. Yeah, it's yeah. a melee player trade-off, perhaps. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, before we before we you know go too far down down this yeah. path in the trades, we do need to at least remind you guys out there listening: exclamation radio melee in my chat and Tof's chat, so you can follow the link there. Come into the server, ask questions for Kadoran, whether they're about Marth or being the new gen or toing or anything else that you want to ask him. He's got a lot of. He's uh, he's got a lot of experiences that I think he could you know really uh, share with you all and benefit with you guys. So exclamation radio melee yep. and roll through on that. And yeah, I it think, is very uh, easy. Yeah, and and I wanna I wanna add that anyone who asked you know we had a lot of questions uh, as we as always kinds of happens we we get a lot of questions towards the end of the show and then by then we can't really so one get in early because yes. a, a lot of the people that ask, it's like we get like a surge of questions at the end and you know it's like we can't get to you but also too if you were one of the people that asked a question last week uh you know you should uh come ask the same question like there's no mm. if, if especially if we if we didn't get to you you might as well come through and if it's a you know we get a lot of good questions that we don't get to so you might as well just keep asking them and we do notice and we'll try to prioritize those so absolutely just to throw that out there yeah and when, you know, while we're getting prepared to have a caller come in, we do have one mm. other thing we can go over, and that is the community voice. Yes. That's right. We had the voice um, of the community. That's right. And we also have the voice of fiction adding to this. Um, and his question, I believe, uh, for us last week was, which would be better, um, mm. Fox with Falco laser or um, Falco with fox uh oh yeah 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 oh god let's see what the people are saying you can take the first one pp all right so we got hot shot saying i feel like if double laser isn't on the table for fox which fiction and i did talk about and clarify falco clearly gets the w by getting fox's movement he's already got such a complex combo game that just expands with that kind of speed add on to the fact that falco could effectively camp just about every character in the game with movement and lasers too but that would be in fox's favor too yeah, that's, a, that's one of the challenges. Like, I was thinking about this last night, um, what the differences actually are. And most of, most of like, the neutral is basically the same because it's the same speed and, you know, you got the same laser. So you have to kind of keep that in mind when you're thinking about this question. Yeah, yeah, that was the one question that I think we had was about, like, first of all, the double laser and... Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of think that a Falco that can just bully his way across the stage, and it's just such a big buff for him that um, uh, it's such a big buff for for Falco. It's an insane um, buff for Falco. I think it's insane for Fox too. But I was thinking about it. The main thing that Falco gets outside yeah. of just making his combos way better is his shield pressure is borderline broken now because oh, that's true. Yeah, because he, he's got the he's got a shine that's way stronger than Fox's, but he's still got the low jump squat. So his uh, shield pressure is crazy, even with staling, um, well, which is nuts. Well, hold on. For, hold on for a second. Uh, so okay. the question I'm understanding is, what if Fox got Falco's laser, and what if Falco got Fox's traits, right? 
Yeah, his movement traits. So like jump squat, full hop uh, frames, stuff like that. But does uh, that mean mm-hmm. that Falco could just short hop double laser? I don't think uh, so. No, because the laser's a lot slower. Falco's laser's a lot slower. Yeah. Uh, you can't double laser. Oh, so what about Fox getting Falco's laser? Is that like... So it's also awesome. not a double laser. So we, I okay. talked to Fiction about that, and it was like... Cause That's the gonna, question. So Fox and Falco are going to have the same short hop here in this case, right? Because Falco's getting Fox's stuff. Mm-hmm. So that means that neither of them... And if both of them could double laser, it wouldn't matter, right? Because they would both have it. But in this case, it was just going to be one laser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I think I'm on the side of the fence of... Uh, I'd rather take the Falcon Moose out. I like the way... Awi machine gun is talking about it, which is basically, do you, would you rather Falco's full moves that are just the laser? Um, and he's suggesting that the, the really tempting move here is shine. And I agree. I think the nice thing about shine is that, you know, I, mean, I when think you, Falco also has down air. That's really, good. yeah, down. That's true. That's and definitely like, you're true. Gonna, you're, Falco's going to follow up off his throws way better. Cause he's going to have less jump squad and he's also going to accelerate upward faster. So I actually think that, it's going to make mm. his tech chasing off of throws really good. I think, cause I was thinking about this a lot. I actually think this is, really good for falco but yes this person's right that fox's up smash up air and uh especially shine for gimps is gonna be what fox has going for him yeah yeah i fox um, has the kill power fox has the kill power yeah i do think that like with this question the um the 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 big thing to consider especially with the falco shine is that um and the downer is that like with fox like fox pressures fox pressure is faster but the trade-off usually is that like Fox kind of has to, like, like if you hit a stray shine during your pressure, like, they let your shield down or they go for, like, an out-of-shield option, you you clip them with the shine, you usually, like, can't really hit confirm it. Like, if you've decided to continue pressuring, like, say you go for, like, shine grab, mm-hmm. then if the shine hits, you're pretty much not going to get the grab. They're going to slide away, maybe go to the ledge or something. But in that situation with Falco, if you hit a Falco shine, typically, you if your shine ever connects, you can usually convert it. So and like, you're going to have less jump squat, so it's going to be even easier. And you're going to have less jump squat, exactly. And so. you're going to accelerate faster because you're full hop. You have foxes now. Here's the question. Is is it sucky that you have lost how... Because you know Falco, when he full jumps, he goes to the moon. Um, yeah. You do lose that, right? You, you don't go as high you, now. You, go, you do lose that, but... It's like, fine. like Imagine that you up throw someone and they don't get hit by the lasers and Falco's usually too slow to follow up like on a middleweight like Martha Sheik at like 50 or something, just as an example. And maybe you can follow up sometimes, but not always. If you have two uh-huh. less jump squat and you go up so much faster, you're going to be able to hit them every time. If you could hit them with down air, you're going to get a much better combo than Fox gets. I don't know if you can or not, but if you could do that even sometimes, that's crazy. And that's and that's such a good punish out of your crazy shield pressure, out of your crazy movement, out of your crazy laser. So yeah, Fox might be better at killing, but Falco's gonna be better at all the other stuff before that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with that. So I'm I'm kind of on the Falco side of the the fence on this one. Yeah, you you two are the spacey mains, so I, I trust your your instinct with this one. Which one would what, you which one would which you, one rather you fear fight more? With? Yeah. <laughs> which more. one would I fear more? Yeah. yeah. Maybe fear is the wrong word. It's uh, fighting a very fast Falco would be very, very scary. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. There, there yeah. you have it, gamer. There you have it. There you have that's it. That's a fun question, though. Um, really glad. I think that's the most I've had to spend uh, thinking about one of the community yeah, cause, voices. Because, like, part of what makes me comfortable against this Falco, uh, most Falco plays, is the fact mm-hmm. that he's not very fast. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm able right. to walk wall right. out pretty, pretty comfortably. And if he's right. just, like, actually, like, his dash stance actually is very, like much wider, 
much yeah. faster. It's like, oh my, I don't, I think, yeah, like that, that might be like the scariest character ever. SS tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, now you can mix Empty Land and uh, Full Hop Waveland with uh, Falling Laser out of Full Hop. Mm-hmm. Yikers. Yeah, that is nuts. Mm-hmm. That is very nuts. Um, but yeah, All right. good question. We're ready to take our first caller, looks like. Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, snap. Hi. What's what up? Where are you calling us? Is it Osnap Hi or Osnap Hawaii? <laughs> Pretty sure it's Hi, but I would love a uh, clarification. Oh, so it is the. Uh... Oh, yeah, it, it's Snap. You just want to be Snap? Do you not want to be Osnap Hi? <laughs> well, I usually go by Snap. Okay, okay. fair enough. Fair enough. Easy. What's up, Snap? Uh, where are you calling in from, and what's your question for us today? Um, so, um, I feel like I've, um, well, since I've talked to both UPP and Kadoran, um, about some Mm -hmm. mentality related, um, you know, things like tips, um, my question was, was there ever an instance in which you were facing a bracket demon or you were down 0-2 and you came out on top? Uh, what allowed you to come out on top, whether that be a change in mentality or otherwise? Because, um... You know, PP said like reframing your um your mentality. You know, when you're nervous, as excitement, or mm-hmm. you know, like Kadoran suggested. Um, you know, both of you suggested. Um, what is it? The inner game of tennis and just you know trusting your body. But was there anything when you were kind of in the heat of battle that you changed to make you mm. come back? You know, in a set. Dude, the ah. thing. Yeah, we can go first, Kadoran, please. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to, like, you know, we're talking in perspective that, like, you want to win. And, like, what you need to do to win is actually having a plan on how to win. I think that's, like, the first and foremost thing is, like, do you actually have a plan on beating this guy? And if the answer is no, no matter what, you're not beating them. You're not making reverse 3-0. The reason why reverse 3-0s even happen is because, like, there's usually, like a, like, a solid plan behind it where it's, like, usually the reason why you go 0-2 if you have a plan is because, like, you're just not executing the right thing or it's like you're just being a little stupid, but like you know, like the out. And it's all about trying to focus on that. And then, you know, of course, there's barriers outside of that where it's like, okay, well, what's preventing you from doing it if you can't do it? And then that's where like all, all the other mental stuff can come to play. But the first and foremost question is do you actually have a plan or not to like beat this guy no matter what? Like, no matter how much of a deficit you are, what's the game plan? Mm hmm. So, so you mean just like specifically sticking to the game plan or just like, I mean, obviously picking up on their habits too, but just having like a really solid, like in terms of stages and like. Yeah, yeah your overall, your overall gameplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Weren't you saying, wasn't there somebody you fought recently, Kadoran, where, um, mm-hmm. cause sometimes the game plan changes mid set, right? Yeah. And, and I've, were we talking really recently, maybe like a week ago or something, maybe a week well, and a half ago. I- I mean, I, I could bring set. up an example where, like, bring up an example, yeah. Like at the third Lawless, I was down 0-2 against S2J in winners finals, and I remember, like, in that moment, I was like, "Dude, I actually know what I have to do to win. I'm just not moving very well right now." And I know mm. that if I can move well, because like movement matters a lot versus Falcon. If I know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If I can move well, I can beat this guy. And that's all I focused on was like channeling, like, okay, if I just at least use the first two games as warm-up because I, I could immediately tell in like the first couple of interactions that I was not moving well and I just spent those first two games being you know, like I just need to move a little better move a little better and then as soon as I felt comfortable moving a little better by game three I already knew like a reverse 3-0 was on the table 
was possible. I've actually yeah. been there, like where you, because you know people people do different things when they're um. It's like sometimes a game is a foregone conclusion. You're getting four stocked or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just always think about that time you two king just started like practicing tech skill. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I do literally say to myself like, okay, I'm gonna um, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just like whether you want to call it like collecting data or even just like warming up. Um, it can be it can be kind of effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I knew why like like I needed to make certain changes because like. You know, the reason why Mark moving against Falcon is so important is because his hurt box makes it so that if you're dash dancing, Falcon has a hard time hitting Mark. So that's right. why I knew that, like, moving a little better was very, very necessary to make a reverse 3-0. Mm-hmm. As well as, like, I guess, like, also, like, not giving up at all. Like, I knew, like, like having some kind of belief in my game plan would help out a ton. Now, what do you think, uh, you know, what, what brings this question? I'm kind of curious from your perspective. Do you feel like your mentality is holding you back in these sorts of situations? Or, um, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, I have always been really interested in the mentality aspect. I feel like mm-hmm. it's such a, it's such a, I don't say underrated, but um, under, like, it doesn't, it's not spoken about. Yeah. Yeah, under-discussed um, topic. And, I mean, I'm, I'm not anyone that is, you know, making reverse threes to where it's it's like significant like i'm upsetting someone or like mm-hmm. making it really far in the bracket but i was just interested in personal stories of all three of you you know whether uh you know some type of like armada left in combat or something like you know just like i was it um the set where like he took like a minute break and he like i don't say iced him out but like to, yeah that yeah, and then um and th- did he make that comeback like some type of comeback like that Whoa, he right? boy stalked him <laughs> Right. And yeah, Fox just... did not win the set, though. Oh, he didn't win that set? That's no. correct. Okay. Well, yeah, but something where just, like, whether it was just even a game or, like, a whole set, um, I'm just interested in the mentality aspect of, like, what brings about comebacks, I guess, or at least for what was effective for you guys. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that, PP? Think he... Oh, oh, I uh, think he... Was there a in, was there an instance for you, Tove, Um in which I yeah I mean I definitely think that like and it's for me it's definitely uh it's let me I'm trying to think if there's any really prominent examples I would say more at locals than anything um but sometimes it's as easy as like sometimes another big factor is honestly just the momentum thing like because yeah a lot can change over like one little thing going differently right. And I always feel like, especially uh, in, in situations where if you go down 0-2, but then you, you're able to tie it up 2-2, um, I always feel like you have a little bit of pressure going into that last game. Because they're kind of thinking like, oh, dang, you know, they won the last two. So even though it feels like you're down, what I try to remind myself is like, you know, okay, even though I'm down this much, if you can win, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds really daunting to be like, you have to win three games in a row. But then on the flip side, if you win, maybe it sounds kind of stupid, but it's like, if you win two games in a row, you're actually already in a really good spot maybe barring the counterpick stages of course sometimes in some matchups like okay if you'd be more twice on fd that kind of sucks but mm-hmm. um it's the whole aspect of like taking it one game at a time and just trying to figure out like yeah if there's one thing like kadoran said maybe it's the movement and the falcon matchup or like maybe you're fighting some maybe you're fighting someone and you're not accounting for like a certain maybe they they're full jumping a lot like um Okay, I didn't end up winning the set, but like I played Azzle in tournament this weekend, and I remember g- game one I got like blown out of the water, and I realized very quickly where Fox is doing, and I realized very quickly like um, he's full jumping a lot 
more and a lot better than I am. And I keep losing this interaction where I'd be like playing very grounded and he would like just kind of come down on me with either a full jump drill or like a full jump bear uh, or nair. <clears throat> and so I really tried to, and, and, and so like for me in that moment, I was like, okay, like I know how I might be able to play around this. If I was like, if I was feeling like really sharp, like I would go for more whiff punishes on his landings. Um, but he's mixing up his drifts pretty well, and we're playing stages with platforms anyway, so, like, a lot of the time he can bail out by wavelanding the platform. So what I basically told myself for the rest of the set is, like, okay, well, if he is in a position where he could full jump against me, I am gonna just peace out. Like, I'm just, like, I, I'm gonna work on that in the long term, but, like, like work on the whiff punish, but, it, but for now, I'm just gonna back off. And, like, just not deal with that range. Like, if he full jumps, like, great. Like, he can have that space. I'm going to back off. Maybe I even get some laser damage or something. But I'm just going to, like, play it slower. And I didn't win the set. But, like, after that, like, after getting steamrolled game one, because that, that one interaction was going really poorly, the rest of the set was a lot, 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 lot closer. And the interactions were going a lot more, like, evenly. Um, off of just one little thing that I noticed, right? So, um, I think that's really big. Is, like, even when you get blown up, like... Being able to understand why it happened and, like, if you can change one thing. Because sometimes in a tournament set, you know, if you had all the time in the world, yeah, you could go and prepare and, like, kind of lab out some answers. But if over the course of a tournament set, sometimes you you just have to make, you, you just have to, like, do something, like, um, you just have to think of an easy, something you can do in that moment. Because you don't have all the time in the world to prepare. You're already in the set. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to work on the whiff punish on full jump. I'm going gonna, gonna to think about like more direct counterplay to full jump when I'm at home and when I can practice. For now, I'm just going to get out of there. So sometimes, sometimes it's basically like, what do I, what, what do I have in my, tool, in my toolkit right now that is going to be at least a good enough answer? And sometimes that, that's enough to like kind of change how that's going. Okay. That's how I feel. Yeah, I like that answer. Uh, welcome back, PP. Uh, yeah, was... I'm so sorry about that, guys. <laughs> no, no, Inter it's all good. Is it, we're just talking about bad internet. Was it <laughs> your internet? No, it's my computer. It's been doing this weird thing. Uh, I'm not, not going to get into it. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, anyway, um, I can answer quickly here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, I think there are. I think the main thing that happens when you're kind of going down O2 that I've kind of, if you want to make a change is you're kind of, you get into a certain rhythm and there's a certain thing you're kind of trying to do and it's kind of not working. I mean, I think that's kind of been the theme that both Kadoran and Tofu have been talking about yeah. here. And, and stepping out of that, I think there are probably two main ways that I've done it. The first one that I hmm. use primarily now is I think about, I'll take a second and I'll pause. I'll just say, okay, what is actually happening in terms of like how I feel like the timing of things have, are going and I'll just kind of like, I'll go in my head and I'll imagine, okay, so it's like this and then it's like this, or it's like this, 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 uh -huh. or, you know, however I imagine it, right? And I'll say, okay, so then I need to, I need to move in time with that. And I'm, cause I'm trying to force things a certain way. And that's the main thing that sort of will get me to a, make a major adjustment. Even if I don't know exactly how to beat what they're doing all the time, I can at least kind of move and be kind of where I need to be more often. And so that's something that I've just done for a while. But um, really the only other thing, yeah, and this is this is a little bit more, I guess, anime momenty. But uh, sometimes you, <laughs> you just know people love those. They do, they do. And and you I think push just, your glasses up. Sorry, I, I do. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny if uh, a lot of people that wear glasses whenever you push start and the game's loading, everyone does this. Yeah, and so uh, it's kind of fun to watch everyone that has glasses do it. 
Um, mm-hmm. if, if you're wearing a mask, sometimes you adjust the mask. That's ah, yes, yep, yep, so yep, I love, yep. I love watching that. But, um, the other, the other thing that you can do to kind of reset yourself is, you know, bring, bring emotion into it. And for me, unfortunately that, that might, that might've been anger in the past. Uh, but you know, whatever, whatever you want to draw on this is, and Kadorn was kind of referencing this as well, saying focus on the win or, 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 you know, return to what's important to you, things like that. And mm-hmm. that's another, that's another way to, um, do that maybe in a healthier way. But, you know, if you, if you get, maybe you just need like that surge of focus, right. And, and emotion can really get you there. So those two things I think are really important. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, uh, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because you, you mentioned you mentioned the the anger thing, and it's funny because for me, um, whatever the emotion is, but it's funny because for me, you know, I've tried to do that, but I've always found that I play worse. If I, if for, for for me specifically, if I try to yeah. use anger as a motivator, it's or risky. Like, F this guy, it's right because like you, yeah, you might. So you might just me, like give all the way into it and then it's and then you're just clouded and then it's no and you're running in too much or something. Yeah. yeah. I, for me, I get nervous when I try to use. So, yeah, I, I, for me, I have to find that's actually maybe I should pick your brain about this sometime later, because I actually want to ask about other emotions to dig into. Yeah, that's a good um, talk, topic. Yeah, it is. Right. Hmm. Um, altering your psych, altering your emotional or psychological state to yeah. to, to to try to play better in the moment. Um. Anyway, yeah, I I, want to conclude this by saying that um, I do think overall people do get so like kind of super romantically attached to like Mm. this whole like mentality, like, oh, this is my moment kind of thing. When in reality, 95 percent of the time, you're not going to do it. And I'd say like the much more, I guess, practical way to think about this is what can you learn from your mistakes? Yeah, sure. That's like you're really trying to think about the long term rather than this one singular moment. Right. In long term, I need to get angrier so I can do better. I understand. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to clarify, like, um, this is definitely all really good advice and like definitely something to take away. This isn't Mm -hmm. something that I'm like encountering. I feel like I'm either getting like swift. You're more curious about it. Um. Yeah. Like, I wanted to hear like more like personal experiences. Like, was there a like a big like set for you, PP or Kadoran or even Toph? Like, um, like you just came back like a specific set you know that you're proud of that is like it's like oh man like this person's always had my number like face roll for you know kadoran or something or you know um yeah, was it did like happen a... a few times mm-hmm. um uh, if you want well gosh um i get for the i'll just tell you about the one where i had to pause and think i don't really yeah. want to talk about sets where i get angry anymore it's not i don't think yeah. that's beneficial um so uh, the one that I, I paused and I thought, um, and maybe even used the, the last game for some information or the last couple of games for information mm-hmm. was the, the Armada finals at Apex 2015. I, I, I could kind of tell he was, he was coming in hot and he was, he was, um, playing the matchup pretty well. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to need more information about how he's playing the platform in order to win. And so you know, I took some time in between sets or something like that. And I said, okay, well, he gets on the platform and then he'll do like this or this, or he'll wait and do this or, you know, and then he'll do this and then this or whatever. Right. And then Mm -hmm. once I had that information, I was like, okay, well, what can I do that beats most of those things? And then I kind of went with that. And then the rest of my game plan shifted around that. And it worked a lot better for me. Oh, interesting. Do do you have like a top player win Tof? under your belt that you're like really proud of or that you came back on that it specifically uh, came from being down to uh 
I think yeah, it just more so means like being down. Yeah, I mean, like I could just or, or, sound yeah, or just general? down. Yeah, I suppose down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for I me, do. It's, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like for me, it. I'm not gonna name his name, but there was an incident where like I was down four stocks to one against this certain Fox player, mm-hmm. and like, uh, it was off stream. No, very few people actually know about this. Only five people in SoCal knows about this comeback, but. It was like at a SoCal regional and I made this four stock comeback. And the yeah. like I, I thought that like probably like the wildest comebacks I made when even I myself did not believe I could make it. It was like when I was down four stocks, I was like, this is over. There's like no way I could do this. But you know, slowly but surely, as I made like one move where like it actually made did something, I was like, hold on a second. As I kind of get like this little confirmation, despite truly believing that I was like done for at some yeah. point. And yeah. then I kind of get these like these little trickles that like kept that forced me to hold on this this uh, this emotion of hope that hope. somehow kept me pushing forward, and I, I kept going and going, and then somehow it came to like last stock last hit, and I barely clutched it. Like I remember, <laughs> like actually, like I remember, like falling down to the floor after that. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, but hey. very few know about it. But it, it was probably like one of the more, most iconic comebacks ever made. Well, that sucks for Geo. No, it was not Geo. I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> that would been crazy. Uh, what? Uh, my 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 favorite almost comeback story that I had was man. I really wish we closed it out. Um, God, it was actually a team's moment. It was me. I was teaming with L. Alvin, a.k.a. L. And we're teaming against SFAT and Shroomed at a local. And I'd never seen this before. I've never seen, to my knowledge, it's never been done in a recorded set. We were actually down, it was game three, and it was best three. And we were actually down eight stocks to two. And we almost won. We got them down. We actually got them down to last stock, both of them. So we actually got them from two stocks to eight. I've never seen it done in teams. I've never seen, people have seen four stock comebacks. Right. I don't think an eight stock comeback has ever happened, mm. to my mm-hmm. knowledge. And we actually got them down to last stock and last stock each. But we were at such a high percent at that point that they were able to close it out. Um, I'm sad about that one because I, I, I don't think it's ever happened. Uh, but we, that was cool because we were actually like, we started really talking to each other. We were like, dude, dude, dude. Like, no, 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 this is possible. We can do it, you know, kind of thing. Because, <laughs> um, you know, obviously in singles, you know, there's the mentality aspect. In doubles, it's like... It's that coupled with the fact that you can talk out loud to your teammate. Uh, right. So it kind of like, uh, what's the word? It, it adds an element of, I guess, verbalization right? yeah. or communication, if you will. Uh, that, that wasn't, I mean, we didn't, we didn't close out the comeback, but like, it, was, it was pretty intense. I will say most of my like, wins on top players and stuff, usually they're not from being down. Um, I've made longer adjustments where someone's beaten me a couple tournaments in a row. And then I like worked on things and then figured out the matchup or whatever. And then I was able to beat them. But I feel like those are a lot less mentality and a lot more like coming yeah. with a better game plan. So yeah. I don't know that I don't know that I have any super pertinent stories. Yeah. Um, but I will say that. Uh, yeah, I will say that the um, like Kadoran said, it's I think a lot of I think it can be summarized as taking it one one stock or even one hit at a time. And um and and also uh, like figuring out what what you can do specifically to beat the thing that's beating you, um, 
because sometimes it's sometimes it's a lot of things and, and you don't really have any hope like they've they're just outplaying you on multiple levels but but sometimes it really is um just one little thing that you need to change so right yeah no yeah. I, I definitely feel that last part like it, it you know if you're getting four stocked then there's no hope for you but like there's yeah. that one thing that could just honestly blow the gate open in terms of like right how even it is so no, i feel right that. yeah right. for sure and uh i mean i think it's a good question we've we've certainly covered a lot of ground here mm -hmm. um so thank you for calling in snap do appreciate it you got any shout outs for That's us right. on your way out today uh yeah so uh, shout outs to golden guardians um yeah. shout outs to everyone here uh i know pp and kador and do coaching so check them out big facts big facts um shout outs to the pp cord and Mason. uh yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya. Looks like we got another caller ready to go. And we got Mav. What's up? Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today? I'm calling in from SoCal. Oh, very Yo, nice. let's go. Uh, SoCal. <laughs> SoCal. Best region. SoCal. Do you know Do you know Mav, Kanoran? I do not. No, no, no. Oh. I'm a first-time caller. Oh, welcome to the show. Welcome. What's your question for us today? Uh, I really appreciate uh, Golden Guardians and everything they've done for the melee scene. Thank uh, you. Awesome. Especially the show, uh, which kind of leads me and a bunch of other events have been mm -hmm. happening within the scene to ask this. Uh, should we as melee players encourage competition in the competitive platform fighting scene to coexist alongside melee, mm. uh, let alone other Smash games? Or should we prioritize trying to get more people to play melee? Well, um, you're asking a very biased question to me, a melee player. Uh, and you're just going to say play melee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I were to take like an objective thought to it, that's a lot harder. Uh, well, feel free to... Uh, uh, I, I'm basically as asking this in the position of as melee players. We have a lot of mm -hmm. types of people here. We have a a new uh, not a new player but somebody who is like rising up quite well uh, mm -hmm. and also representing socal really well and we have someone who was really good and incredible in fact one of the best players in the past and we have somebody who has been involved in the scene ever since its beginning so i want to mm -hmm. see like what should we do as melee players ultimately to get are you you're saying to get people into melee like what's the best approach right that's what it sounds like your uh, the the crux of your question is I'm saying, like, I'm trying to ask, like, uh, should we, because we basically are the leading mm -hmm. type of players and leading scene, leading game in a very kind of lonely esports genre. Yes. So, should we kind of, how do, should we grow the esports genre by encouraging competition or getting people to play melee? It's an interesting question mm. when you. Uh, especially if you talk about you're saying the the genre is lonely and that made me that kind of shifted my thinking on it because I was kind of like, well, maybe it could help. Maybe maybe it couldn't. I don't know. But, you know, if I think if I, you know, turn my head on it a little bit, like uh -huh. maybe there's maybe there's something like like if we like we kind of gave Nickelodeon All Star Brawl a boost when it came out and maybe that and it ended up not having uh the legs that melee had anyway but if we let's say every time a platform fighter came out if we did that every time well maybe a game would come out that would be more popular in a certain way than melee would have more sponsored players or something just a, something to think about it because they're going to keep being made it seems like they're only getting 
more popular and more people are making them. Maybe it does benefit us to to continue working with them and promoting them and everything like that in the hopes that that it, it sort of benefits the genre as a whole. That um, even the way we think about ways to change Melee in the, I don't know, 20 or 30 years eventually when we have to start maybe thinking about that, if depending on court cases and whatever, but maybe whenever we start trying to do that more, we, we, we learn from our experiences and our ventures into platform fighters. There's there's good reason to do it. The only challenge, I think, is that if we are spending so much on... you know, I mean, we struggled. Like, we're... <laughs> the beginning of the episode, I'm remembering this, is we were like, we can't even get Melee players to play Melee in tournaments a lot of the time. I don't know how we're going to get them to always be, uh, you know, playing a bunch of other things, but maybe if it pops off on their stream, then maybe it does work, so... Maybe that is something to consider. Uh, so I, it's hard for me to say how likely or possible it is, but yeah. there is some chance of of it being good. And and I think regardless, it's it's an important question as I think the platform fighter genre will grow. Yeah, and you know, it's I guess the question that I have is, what do you mean by should? Like, is like should from what perspective? Like, should implies that there's. I think there's two ways you use the word should, right? Should can either imply like a responsibility mm. or it can imply that there's something to be gained. Should I do this because it's good for me? Because uh, I'll have, I have something to... Which should, which should are you using here? Uh, I'm asking in the responsibility aspect because we, mm. we are the leaders in the whole, uh, the whole genre. I do mm. want to bring up that um, part of how I got to know Melee where it is is partly yeah. because of PM. Like Project M was, uh, like I think was secretly the big boost for Melee, and the fact that that was kind of used as a gateway of a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. What like because like, I think PM was like the closest, uh, like, like was the closest type of game to sort of match Melee's feel. Yeah. Uh, like you know, of no course. other game, in my opinion, is even remotely close. Uh, uh like nickelodeon tried i guess uh mm -hmm. and then, like you know subsequent smash games but Rivals. it was really pm that was like that was even like even like an idea that like this is very similar to melee in so many regards like obviously it's not melee but uh the fact that that coexisted and kind of did boost melee a huge ways from personal experiences and from what i've seen from vods it also popped off in that regard at the tell uh, certain incidents, but I mean, I think like coexisting with games similar in that regard, because like I do think that like you know when we're comparing like Melee and Ultimate and Nickelodeon, they're vastly different games than Melee to the point where it's like yes, we do fall under the same genre, but it's like not even the same at all. Where it's like there's like. Some crossover, sure, but I think it's like ten to twenty percent crossover. When PM, it was like a fifty percent or more crossover. Yeah, I do feel like platform fighters are so different from each other in a mm -hmm. way that, for example, two D fighters aren't. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you see it with how I don't know. I just feel like for me, you can try to promote other. Like ultimately, people are going to be interested in what they're interested in, and I think that like, um. As melee players, I, I just don't think you can fake hype. And so, like, for I think yes. people that I think for people that want to play other fighting or other platform fighters, they want to play other platform, you know, whatever, whatever their their game of choice may be. 
and melee players want to play melee. And I think that like from a maybe a content aspect or from a from the aspect of um uh like you know doing cool collaborations and stuff like that, I think there's something to be said for you know trying to yeah, I don't know, doing things like when gold, when we play NASB at Gold Guardians or whatever, but I think it's really hard to artificial like if me and mm-hmm. PP just start making a bunch of videos of like NASB, like I don't think that I don't think that like, you know, like it, it, you know, induces a huge wave of interest in NASB. I think the people that want to play NASB are going to play it and I think that like our melee viewer base for the most part just want to play melee. Like I don't know. I I I think there's something to be said for it, but I think it's really hard to um mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even I guess I don't even know what it really looks like. And I think that there yeah, there's there's a way that it makes sense. Um like you said, Genesis running other events mm-hmm. and I think that like yeah, like putting putting top 8s in the same venue, you know, with the schedule that like lets people kind of watch each other's games. I think that's yeah. like that kind of thing makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But I think it's um it's hard to it's hard to do in it's not as simple as just like, well, yeah, we're just gonna like do we're just gonna like start streaming this game every now and then and you know, or whatever. Like it's 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 um yeah, I I like that doesn't always have the it, it doesn't it's all it doesn't always have the impact that you think it's going to, I guess. Yeah, I understand that. My but, big yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. My like the there's a couple games there like in my head. Yeah, like Nickelodeon mm-hmm. All-Stars Brawl, uh tried done uh unfortunately it didn't yeah uh, we weren't able to do much for that um what the the games in my head that are circling uh yeah it's project plus which is already like an even huger like legality yeah like gray line and the second one is rivals of aether right i feel like it's at the moment like not only is it the most legal and safest way to go about things like right we're gonna encourage competition it's also the most akin to melee and it has a lot more appealing, like, it has a lot of appealing aspects that are kind of like similar between the two games. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, oh yeah, we should encourage Rebels of Aether. What I'm saying is, though, it's like, is there an opportunity there even? Yeah, right? mm-hmm. I think, um, well, especially like you know, I was talking about Rivals Two. Rivals Two, obviously, there's not much info out, but there's like some little clips, and it, yeah, it does look very promising. And I do think there's going to be a a big surge of interest when that game does drop um but yeah with rivals of aether um yeah i mean i would certainly i i do i mean i do think that like there's some cool opportunities there again like with the genesis thing i think it's always cool to see like you know or even at like riptide like with with cake assaults run um uh do i think it's i don't think it's a okay i'll put it to you this way i don't think it's a responsibility or anything like that um Mm -hmm. but i do i think there's some opportunities there yeah probably uh like i don't know i mean yeah maybe i don't know maybe i should be doing streams with cake assault or something like i don't know it's it's uh there's probably there's probably something there you're probably right i wouldn't call it responsibility and i i don't necessarily think that we have the power to like inject a bunch of hype into any given game uh mm-hmm. but but i do yeah i do think there are some possibilities to put to put it to you that way um but it has to be authentic right it has to be authentic mm-hmm. like yeah. people people have to want it it has to be done in an interesting way um 
and it, can, it can't feel forced, right? Um, so it and it so it depends. It depends. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the short answer is, I I do think that we should. I do think, and I, and for what it's worth, I think that we are doing more of it than we ever have in the past. Because mm-hmm. I think that for many many That's years, true. think about like the melee brawl days, right? You know, like we were very. <laughs> There was a lot of vitriol, even. And then <laughs> yeah. Smash 4, I would say less vitriol, but there was a lot of indifference. Mm-hmm. And then you look at, like, Ultimate, and now, you know, I don't know, Mango will stream Ultimate, right? Like, Plup and Leffen are, like, actually good at it. Mm-hmm. Armada was actually good at it. Hbox obviously, is the biggest Ultimate streamer. So there's a lot more crossover than we've ever had before. Um, and uh, do I think that's... I think that's probably... And I think that's probably good for both scenes at this point. Like, I definitely see a lot of people in my stream that come by and they're like, yeah, I used to be an ultimate player. And then I kind of got interested in melee, blah, blah, blah. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and let's remember, you know, we've talked about Nickelodeon all-star brawl yeah. several times, but everyone was streaming that thing when it came out. That's yeah. un- that was yeah. unheard of, uh, you know, unheard just of, yeah. like three years ago. Like, why is everyone playing this non melee game? We're melee players. I thought we only played mm-hmm. melee. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it is already sort of changing it. So I, I hear your concern. I, I note it, but I also think that as we become more, content focused i think it is going to change more um so i I don't think there's going to be an overnight thing but i'll tell you right now if toe for myself or someone else cracks the code and we find the way to make the the platform fighter stuff like we become the justin wong and we're like oh let's go play this random (laughs) platform fighter from like 1970 or whatever and we and we start playing that and we're like yeah this is cool let's find some broken stuff and everyone watches it yeah we're gonna keep doing it because that's what yeah. that's that's what we want to do. So I mean, right? Yeah, it, it's it, it's either a matter of like someone finding the code or just time, and it will just kind of get better because we're just going to focus on more content. We're going to get bigger brands, and then we're gonna, the more we share the brands, the more it works out. So yeah. I think this is going to get better, and we already have evidence that it has as well. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I, and and I think that the reason you mentioned Justin Wong, you know, the the obvious answer because you said platform fighters. Well, the, platform fighters are such a new genre, like. Yeah. yeah, okay, Smash 64 was a pretty old game, but on the flip side, I don't I wouldn't say there has been much variety in platform fighters until quite recently, yes. right? Like yeah. like what do we really have? We have like Slap City Rivals, NASB, obviously Smash. I think Brawlhalla is on Brawlhalla, there. Brawlhalla is on there. But when you look at how many 2D fighters there are, for example, yeah. you know, obviously obviously it pales in comparison. So I do think that it's like even from the perspective of like, can we do this yet at like any at the scale that, you know, PB just mentioned? I don't even think we can yet. So, yeah, uh, but it is something that I think will happen in inevitably. And and I do think platform fighters are going to get better and better. Something that I think is really interesting. This is kind of a tangent. Something I think is really interesting is the fact that most platform fighters, when you really look at it, most most platform fighters, even though the biggest platform fighter obviously is Smash Ultimate. Most platform fighters, I don't know, my camera just froze. But most platform fighters um, seem to draw more inspiration from Melee mm-hmm. than Ultimate, which maybe you wouldn't expect, right? Ultimate's the biggest platform fighter. Wouldn't it have the most, uh, what's the word, imitators or what have you? But you oh, look at it, which is wave dashing. Later, yeah. yeah, Rush on Revolt, wave dashing, right? And it's obviously very inspired by Melee. They, they, they say so. Project Plus, all the, all the, every Smash mod is, let's make this Smash game like Melee. Mm. Slap City, obviously, melee-like movement. Um, uh, Brawlhalla, a little less so, but even Brawlhalla is, like, pretty fast-paced, and there's a lot of, like, you know, there's a ton of offstage combat. Like, you know, it's, it's edge-guarding focus. There isn't, like, ledge snapping and stuff like that. So 
I do think it's interesting, and I do think that as time and, and and rivals, like you said. So I do think yeah. that as time goes on, there is going to be more and more of this, in particular with the melee crowd, um, in a way that I don't think. Listen, I I, I don't think I've that we have that many ultimate viewers, so I'll just go ahead and say it. I think ultimate players sucked at NSP. Weren't they weren't they stronger than the, the higher level players? Stronger than the melee players? Or am I wrong about that? What's his name? The K rule guy, Kirby Kid. He was crack, but and Cody right. was good. Cody was good. Cody was good. Got to shout out Cody. Cody was actually super legit in NSP. But I think the average ultimate player wasn't as good. Um, oh yeah, I which, guess it was. It was very stratified. I don't fully it remember how it all went now, yeah. Yeah. MKLeo played like Patrick. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. That was I, kinda, tough. I do kind of want to bring up, though, like... Uh, well, that, that, that's kind of like a whole topic for another time, but I guess if we're going to kind of go down this tangent, then we should. Uh, in, in Nickelodeon All-Stars, I uh, th there's two thoughts on my head right now, but I'll go with this one because it's a current topic. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars, like... There were several ultimate players that did end up being like better melee, like better than melee players in that game. But was that the case with Project M? Like, like, like a game that was so akin to melee that like were any like diehard Project M pro players ever better than melee players? Um, in terms in what? I mean, in which game? Project yeah, M. Project M. Project Plus. Uh, let's let's say let's say three point six. Oh, I didn't keep up with that very much. Yeah. Uh, let's do 3.5 then. Well, oh, yeah, because yeah, so. that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy, <laughs> yeah. For sure there were better people in that game than Melee players. And Mewtwo I, I just, flying around doing all kinds of stuff, man. I, I don't know, I just didn't really see t too much of that, at least from recent memory. I, I need to go back and watch that, because that was how I started. Uh, but from from my memory like and recollection, it was like there was always a melee player and that made it so far into a Project M tournament for how there little would, of them. There would be sometimes. There yeah. would be. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, my second thought is like you said that most like fighting game clones, quote, sorry, yeah. most Smash clones in quotes are copying melee. However, I think with Nickelodeon and especially the upcoming multiverses from Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah, I don't know that much about multiverses for Warner Brothers. I feel like I didn't get they're the kind of borrowing from Ultimate a lot more, not in the sense of gameplay, but in the sense of appeal of, let's look at how many characters mm -hmm. we can have in one jam-packed game. Yeah. Where I kinda, it kind of feels like the actual gameplay itself is not the priority in terms of like those huge budget platform games and i, I kind of think that's why they well, i don't know if nasb is huge budget but yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know what i mean it's supposed to be huge budget like multiverses multiverses maybe yeah i mean i'll be honest i don't know that much about multiverses no um, yeah I, I don't i don't really expect and i think their focus is very different it's like mm -hmm. teams oriented um oh, it's it's definitely going to be a different vibe but yeah. yeah i would say the general case with most of the at least the existing platform fighters they're really you know even in the i mean you look at the game you, you look at the trailer like the teaser tra not not teaser, but the promo trailer they did for nasb and you know they're like it, it's got wave dashing you know it's like it's like, <laughs> what are you like you're, clearly you're not talking to old players when you say that you're not yeah. talking to casuals because casuals so you know it was this is it was this uh yeah. you know very direct kind of thing um but yeah i don't know it it, it i think it's going to be interesting um when because i think that as 
like 10 years from now, I think there's going to be like a lot of platform. I think it's going to really, the genre will have come into its own mm. um, in a way that I think for a long time was really just Smash Brothers and. I've heard people call platform fighters Smash likes. And for a long yeah. time, I thought that was a really good term. Kind of like roguelikes, right? Because mm. like, yeah, I mean, obviously Smash Brothers is the dominant platform fighter. But I do think that far enough into the future that probably, that might not even be the case anymore. Sure. So we'll see. Which is like kind of like going, yeah, I, I really understand all of that. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, now that we're seeing so many games kind of just ultimately their main focus, I guess Nickelodeon, Nickel all of us were, NASB was trying to really put that balance between competitive and casual appeal. Yeah. Uh, especially with like setting and like characters and all that sort. And multiverses, it kind of like. And especially Brawlhalla, it kind of those those two like really kind of make me like kind of like have like a red exclamation point over my head where it's like, are we kind of missing the point of what makes platform fighter games good? <laughs> because it's not mm. the characters like because Brawlhalla has seventy different franchises in Brawlhalla's it. Brawlhalla's got John Cena <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and uh, who else is in that game? <laughs> this is like I don't know. This is like Call of Duty. Holy cow! And then I watch them fight, and they they just pick up the little scythe thing, and they they all look yeah. completely identical when they're fighting. And I'm like, I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> so, like, that's where I'm that's where I'm kind of at personally because yeah. it's like, if we as melee players encourage competition, we're going to get more melee like games. I think. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But again, I think it has to be authentic. Yeah, I, I think like at the end of the day, I do think overall melee players are more stubborn than they should be. I am yeah. calling myself out in that regard. Like, I, I will admit I'm pretty stubborn about mm-hmm. melee and like other types of games. But I, I do think that we should be more open minded that like not everything has to be like super akin to melee and we should welcome and encourage other games. But at the end of the day, we do have like that special place in our heart, and like I just, I lo- I legitimately think that no other platform fighting game is as good as Melee. At the end, of yeah, the day. I think so too. I think um, so. And like, I think if you could at least even be as half as good as Melee, like in my mm-hmm. opinion, I think PM was like was doing that. I, I think Close, it was at yeah. least it was like pretty good. And like, I would always encourage playing PM, and like you know, I had Smash Fest where we would just only play PM. And, like, you know, if other games had that sort of feel, like, I would super wholeheartedly, like, give it my fullest support. And, you know, for other games, like, yeah, I will give it my support, um, but I'm not going to fake that this is, like, my love yeah. of my life. I think, you know, we should do one of these weeks. We should get, I think we should get the other perspective. I think we should get a fighting gamer's perspective. One of these weeks, we should get, like, an mm-hmm. F, like a fighting gamer on Radio Melee or something mm-hmm. and talk to them about this. Because I think that yeah. their perspective is just going to be different. Because yeah. most fighting gamers do play, like you said, PP with Justin Wong. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am kind of curious about that. I do think it's a different mindset. I think for melee players, we're like, because, you know, it's like, I think there's also a hesitation, a tendency. And I know this is running for a bit, but the last point I want to make is. Yeah. Um, I think there's a hesitation for melee players to pick up other games because here's the thing. Melee's been around for 20 years. We know it's not going anywhere. We know that there's going to mm. be tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a melee, like I sit here and I go, okay, if I practice melee, then my practice is going to be valuable for probably years to come, right? Because melee is not really going anywhere. Um, but if I practice like some other game, like I don't know, NASB, for example, right? Like 
There was never really that. I mean, we'll see what ends up happening. Maybe uh, Ludosity comes and 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 announces some crazy esports circuit or something. But like, you know, I I I, I right now I don't see the same level of hype, right? And I think it yeah. goes that way for a lot of games where it's like, dang, well, I can I can pick up a new video game, but like, if I get better at melee, that's gonna stick with me and it's gonna yeah. be valuable and it's gonna be long lasting. And I think for melee players, we're at this point we're very used to that. We like we like the fact that we can rely on the melee community being around for us and tournaments being around for us uh, in a way that it doesn't always feel that way with like smaller games or like games that are, that are newer. Um, that's kind of, that kind of just comes with the territory. I feel playing a 20 year old game. Right. And I, I'm sure it's like this for, you know, yeah, I'm sure it's like this for, for uh, people who similarly play games that have been out that long. Yeah. I think that's a big part of the reason. It's not just that, oh, we like Melee the most as a game. I think for some people, it's also just like as a competitive idea, um, it makes the most sense. Right. Yeah, I, I would like to say yeah. that I hesitated like pouring too much time into Nickelodeon because I was concerned about like maintaining You want to see what's my... going? Yeah. Not just that, like I know Melee will be around and like right. I have to like still maintain my muscles in that game. My Melee muscles. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. parting thoughts, because I know this has been dragging on for too long, uh, it's always super exciting when mm. GG Melee talks about Project M, especially in the in the uh, like the video where you guys uh, bring pop offs, and I saw Professor Pro's pop off again. Like, oh, that's I, a great one. That was that was a really cool moment, I think, because I just love acknowledging, like I love acknowledging Project Plus like as a mm. game, and uh, but my parting thought is if there's if if the if the thought is like if it's as good as melee if it's as good as this if it's as good as that uh does that make bombshell for the parting thought by the way does that make melee the pinnacle of platform fighting games at least right now i think at least right now it does well, um, it ever be for, overtaken in quotes for, for 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 the competitive side i want to specify mm -hmm. yeah i mean ultimate right now is i would say the most popular um mm -hmm. And I do think that out of all the post melee Smash games, I think it's the best one. Um, so I think it. I mean, that's it's so subjective, right? But uh, I'll leave you with this thought, uh, which is that uh, I will be going to Project M Theater next weekend, um, which is a Summit style event, and I am going to be commentating that. So I'm so excited uh, for that. Yeah, should be should be a lot of fun. Thank you very much for that. Sixteen of the top PM players in the world. Um, <laughs> And uh, and I don't know anything about any of their characters, so it's going to be great. You, you, know, you know my commentary is going to be wonderful. Uh, anyway, any shout-outs you want to do for us, Mav? Or, well, for, for yourself, really, not for us. Uh, as of now, sh just shout-out to Rivals of Aether. Their newest update has been incredible, and I've been loving it so far. Uh, it's just been the biggest influence in my... Just kind of just my thought process right now. But shout-out to Rivals. Play Rivals. Encourage Rivals. Grind Rivals. Uh... Mm -hmm. And shout out to Project M. Thank you guys nice. very much for having me. Sorry for taking up the whole podcast. <laughs> oh, you're good, Mav. I mean, yeah, we, we're uh, always happy. I mean, I think the discussion was really interesting. So have a good rest of your day in sunny SoCal. It's been very nice meeting you all. Thank you. Nice. All right. I think that was because today uh, me and Kadoran do have to go at 4.30. So yep. well, before I, I should say before got to I mean, I know it was GMT, supposed to end. So. It was supposed to have already ended by now. So I, <laughs> we certainly, we certainly had uh, lengthy calls today. So we're just, I'm not going to ask you uh, anything. Uh, are, are every caller is this deep? <laughs> not usually, but uh, we, we thought we'd bring out the special guns for you today, Kadoran. That's um, right. That's right. 
you it's time for your special question for everyone out there the community voice i have you've had plenty of time to think about it what do you want to ask yes, the people uh, in the youtube comments absolutely mm -hmm. and what i want to ask from you guys is what what top player have you wished that like oh man i wish i wish uh I wish Mago was like a Sheik main or something. Or oh, like, oh, so like what, what top player do you wish played another character as a main? Yes. yes. Or you could see there. Yeah. Oh, man. I've got some answers right now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Mango Sheik. I'll actually just say Mango Sheik. I think Mango <laughs> Sheik is dope. He did that Waldron Farragut's Pink Shinobi that one time. Oh. Remember that? <laughs> Everyone yeah, knows Mango that Sheik one, right? Jordan, you know about that one against Pink Shinobi. You know who yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh That's man, you my, know who I need? I need Blair was roasting me in last week's TMT commentary that like I didn't know who Zoso was. I'm like, uh, wow, wow, who, who Zoso? <laughs> I I mean, no, I listen. But Zoso is a that's an East Coast name. Ultimately, mm -hmm. I think if you're West Coast, that's very for, forgivable and understandable. You know, Kadoran, who's Zoso? <laughs> yeah. Well, shoutouts to Zoso, and also shoutouts to you and your Falco Kador, and that's who you should be uh, making. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't yeah, bring that up, Yamasaki. Uh, I've, been, he I've heard good things. I've heard good things about this Falco. <laughs> it's really beautiful. From Tope, I've only heard negative things, oh, <laughs> especially from this guy next to me. Really? I don't think he said a single thing about my Falco. I really? think your Falco is beautiful, Kadora, and I would never say otherwise. Oh it's my very, god, it's very fun to watch. It, this is like hearing a melee player calling uh certain other platform fighter games beautiful in the same uh, in the that same is not the way i, I mean see. I see. I see. <laughs> oh dear I all see. right well, before, after all that all right well anyway um thank you so much kadoran for your wonderful community voice thank you so much for sharing your time i know you've got to go run tmt now yeah and um, i'm gonna go commentate it and you, i was gonna so. go commentate it so thank you both for sharing your time wisdom experience thank you guys out there for calling in and listening this is radio melee signing out that was fun <laughs>